Although he died penniless, Thomas Paine was a great motivator. In this episode of The Therapist Wears Sneakers, I veer from the Bible stories and talk about how you can tell when you're in the right path, even though it seems like the walls are falling down around you. Thomas Paine teaches us how to adapt to the times that are trying our souls. So, I'd say, well, well we, there are quotes that people use, there are sayings people use, like, uh, it was the best of times, or the worst of times, or like, um, winter's coming, or welcome to the real world. However, one, one that always comes to my mind is the times that try men's souls. This expression comes from Thomas Paine. He's best known for writing Thomas Sense. However, this was a saying from one of his later writings, The Crisis, where he, will, he said that expression of um, after watching the Americans during the revolution, this was back during George Washington time, back when, during, when they were fighting the British. He wrote Common Sense in the beginning and people really loved their writing because they were like, yeah, it don't make any sense for us to pay taxes, you know, and give all this money to the British and we have nothing to show for it, blah, blah, blah. And so people would sign up for the revolution and the revolution was only made, and when you signed up, you signed up for a year term. After that, you would get to go back wherever you came from. So during that year, um, there was a, the British were just meleeing the Americans. They were just beating them up, crushing defeat after crushing defeat of this, of this revolutionary war. One of the problems was that people saw the war as just a rebellion. They didn't see it as an actual war. This is where George Washington had trouble convincing people, no, we're not just trying to change the ways, we're trying to build a nation. And so when winter came around, snow fell, people were sick, his soldiers were dying, and they were running away. George Washington said he'd wake up some mornings, half his patrol would be gone. And so in the end of the year, they were, they were sending out letters and asked the troops, they want to sign up for another year. And so this one time, uh, Thomas Paine wrote this paper called The Crisis. And it started out by saying, these are the times to try men's souls. And so this kind of was Washington's battle cry because he was trying to instill in these people that he was trying to get a new life for everybody, not just rebellion. That's how we are. We want a new life. We want that vine and fig tree we can sit under and not be afraid, just relax in the shade. And we work and we build a new life and believe we're going to live happy ever after. Just like the revolution. That was good for a while. You know, but after a while, winter comes and the joyous days come. And that's when the work that we talk about when it comes to sobriety kicks in. You're not going to have good days every day just because you gave up alcohol or cocaine or whatever. No, that's not how it works. People have bad days. That's what got people to start using the first place was the bad days. And these are the times that Thomas Paine was referring to, these times that try our souls. It is the human nature to believe in this pursuit of happiness. We all want it. But in our pursuit, we often fail to see the cost that comes with that happiness and we are that we are relentlessly pursuing. This joy that we seek takes effort. It takes work. It takes all these things to attain it is imperative that we believe we deserve it. It was ours to begin with. We were happy before we started using, smoking and drinking. Somehow through the course of human events, we allowed something or someone to come in and take this from us. How's that happen? When the joy is taken, an integral part of our soul is now on trial. Now your soul 
This is what's trying your soul, that missing part. We have no defense, so now we're suffering from attacks from all sides. The attacks are trying us, getting at us, and this is no time to panic. You can get back to that happiness. You can get back to that vine and fig tree. Panic in some cases has its uses, but it produces just as much good as it does hurt. You know, and that's what happens here when we get these things, we panic, we stress, anxiety kicks in. This panic is always short and the mind is always short. That's how we get over this panic. This is why panic attacks only happen for so long. The mind gets over it and you gain more resolve after it. But when you use in that panic moment, your mind is not, is not able to get over it. And when it does get over it, now you're, now you're in this world of regret. Ali panic brings things out. It brings people's insecurities to the light. Might otherwise go undiscovered, not seen at all. Panic sifts out our hidden thoughts and anxieties and holds them up for everybody to see. And this is what people see when they see you use drugs. They see this, you answering the call of panic. However, in the course of human events, it's become necessary for you to dissolve that band that connects you to the hurt from the past, the trauma from your youth. Somewhere along your life, you got to disconnect yourself from the mistakes you made and assume a new separate station from these things that cause the panic. Does that make sense so far? Yeah. Because your, your soul is used to living a certain way. You know, it's used to that happiness. It's used to being the good time, the laughs, but you have to recharge it. You just can't sit. Isn't this things need maintained? Maintain. Like your body needs to stay in shape. You got to eat right. You got to work right. So does your soul. So does your demeanor, your happiness, all of that. If you don't maintain it, depression comes in. Anxiety sneaks in. And instead of maintaining the happiness that you had, that's why I was asking, you know, what is the best part of being sober. Because once you start forgetting that information, then you go back into depression. And then now you're back to this time where your soul is being tried again. Then you have, you come to a crossroad. Then you realize there are only two options here. You can either conquer or die. You must change something, anything. Change hurts, changes conflict. The suffering you feel is a signal saying there's a change that you need to make. The suffering is not a signal for you to go find a substance, go find alcohol, drug. That's not what that, no, that's not what it's for. That's suffering, that stress. It says something needs to change. So the counter attack is it's up to you to see that we're fighting not just for a good night's sleep. We're fighting for a whole new lifestyle. We're just fighting for a, a reset on life. All new, better day because our souls are eternal. These trials are temporary. You want to cause a revolutionary change for peace in your life, then that change is not just for you, but for those who care for you also, and those who you care for. People have made sacrifices for you. They have invested in you. And that investment, there should be a return on that investment. It shouldn't go bankrupt. This is why you have to get a new life, get a new look. The revolutionary, the revolution that you're trying to get for your life is to atone for your past days, 
meaning the purpose of the revolution, like then and now, like back when George Washington, is to pave a new, happier lifestyle, regardless of what thing, how things used to be. That's the same thing with sobriety. You are paving a way for a new drug-free existence. This revolution will be trouble for the old you, for the old memories, problem for them. You need to tell yourself, if there must be trouble, let it be trouble. That I can have peace, that my children have peace, that my family can have peace. I will deal with this stress, this stress, if it means my whole family can live in peace. But the message is this, when you want a major change in your life, you start inspired and fired up, ready to go. I'm done. I'm turning over new blah, 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 all these kind of cliches you give yourself when you start out. But as time goes on, this, this perspective changes and proves more than you thought it could bear. There'll be a point through it all that you will be tested. At least, one, at least once you're going to be brought to the floor. It's going to push you. It's going to say, are you about this life or are you not about this life? You know, but you have this consolation with you that the harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. Without, without struggle, there is no progress. I am Rashad Skinner, licensed therapist. Thanks again for listening to The Therapist Wears Sneakers.